Medtronic Technologies impacted more than 72 million people in the last year, equating to two people every second. Harnessing the power of technology to take healthcare further, each technology has unique benefits designed to serve patients. The goal of this program is to get closer to the patient and delve into the challenges and impact of each technology in practice. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. The McGrath Mac video laryngoscope and McGrath Mac disposable laryngoscope blades are intended to be used by trained and licensed individuals to gain a view of the vocal cords during medical procedures. Medtronic's medical education programs are offered to provide attendees education on the FDA-cleared indications and use of our products when applicable. The contents and conclusions of the following program are solely those of the speakers unless otherwise cited. The speakers are responsible for all content and necessary permissions. The speakers received funding from Covidian LP, a Medtronic company, for this speaking engagement. For this segment of the series, a discussion on safe airway management, is video laryngoscopy more expensive? To help provide insight into this topic is Dr. Felipe Ordenera, academic anesthesiologist at both UF Health and Gainesville VA Medical Center. Can we answer the question today whether video laryngoscopy is more expensive? Now, naturally, I understand that there's going to be regional differences. I work at a Veterans Administration Hospital affiliated to the University of Florida, and there are 170 of such hospitals of tertiary care, uh, similar to ours. Obviously, some of them are bigger, others, ours is the second biggest and the most busy hospital, um, VA hospital in, in, the, in the nation. So when, when we looked at this, and, and, and why I bring this up is basically, I do not know where you are, but I've bring this up that you have to then bring the information that I give you to your neck of the woods and try to translate and, and figure this out in your neck of the woods. It depends on where you are. But when we look at cost, turns out that for us, the use of a direct device disposable, which is what the hospital required for us to use, was the same cost of an indirect device. So on a regular daily basis, for us, the use of a routine device that has dual capability, that is, for example, the McGrath, is equally as expensive as using a disposable device that has only one capability. And there's another thing that happens, which we started looking into, well, what about hidden costs, which is something we don't talk enough about. And it's basically, if you use a direct Laryngoscopy or laryngoscope, basically you have to deal with it as a two-part device. You have to deal with the handle and the blade. And whether you use reusable or you use disposable, you have to dispose of them both. And if you use reusable, then you have to clean them and sterilize them both. So, and I bring this picture because that means that it's not just basically an expense in terms of uh, the expense that will take the machine to do that, but also the human factor associated with cleaning this device. And if you decide to dispose it, then you have to consider that every time you use one of those devices, if you're disposing a battery, as small as it is, still a battery nonetheless. So to, for us, basically, there was a lot of things that were preferable to use an indirect device such as the McGrath. Another thing that happened was that we started looking at, as soon as we started bringing these devices, we started seeing less need for bronchoscopy use and therefore repairs. Our biggest cost and biggest kind of money losing enterprise was basically having the 
scopes, the, 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 the flexible scopes repairs because they are tremendously expensive. Uh, we use also less need for rescue techniques as uh, less use of bougies, which are not cheap whatsoever. Um, and so, so that's very important. And basically we started seeing that we were no longer having so many uh, kind of uh, mishaps that we could turn into medical legal disasters in the future. And that could end up in the, even in the close claims analysis that I alluded to before. Now think about your practice and, uh, and there's other latent factors. And think about, for example, direction of induction. If we look at the amount of time and expense of operating room time, video laryngoscopy is tremendously more cost beneficial than direct laryngoscopy because if you have difficulty, the duration of intubation would be much less. So that was very important. The other thing, and some of you can tell me, some of you don't have great help in the OR. So that basically means that if you're by yourself and working on an environment by yourself, the OR stuff can be taking care of other things or maybe in surgery itself where you're concentrated in the airway without any need for them to, to basically be interrupted, which basically leads to more efficiency. And one important thing that I have not seen anybody else discuss, but I'm going to go out and say it, is basically how about my stress? It doesn't, I cannot tell you that even though that has not been studied, for me, having the comfort in the OR that I have the best tool to handle the airway has no price that I can actually tell you about. And I'm pretty sure that those of you that, that, that practice and, and that have seen or have had difficulties feel the same way in the sense that having our well-being is actually very important. But obviously that's completely subjective. Let's talk a little bit about um, cost itself. Well, um, for us, portability was crucial because we need we don't know where the difficult airway was going to take place. And of course, the, the, the industry might say, well, if you have a device with wheels, that is actually very helpful because you can move it around. And indeed, that is true. However, if you compare that to a device that's portable that you can put it in a small pouch and even in your pocket, the cost difference is astronomically different. In fact, I can tell you with prices of today, I can buy several McGraths for the price of one of those um, Glyscope towers that are being advertising, uh, being sold tremendously because it is a great device, Not, don't get me wrong. So we were looking for basically something that was low price, but of good quality. And then we also analyze for the whole hospital system that we work on. And we said, if we have, as I already told you, 170 institutions similar to ours, and if we put 30 video laryngoscopes, if we buy 30 video laryngoscopes for the whole institution, so that will be one in every OR, two in the emergency room, two in every ICU, et cetera, burn unit, wherever is it that you actually can have. So let's just say we buy 30, the expense will, will be $7.6 million, which is a tremendous amount of money. But if, on the other hand, you decide to buy another brand that is not a McGrath, the cost is exponentially <coughs> higher and it will be 10 times higher. So obviously 76.5 million. That was our rough calculation, give and take, of course. So to us, basically, it made a whole sense, uh, made a lot of sense for us to go with, uh, with McGrath. Because what we're basically looking for when we buy or talk about equipment is we, we need to find the optimum 
the cost and, and kind of matrix that we deal with in terms of quality and in terms of performance. And McGrath basically satisfied that those things. Now, one thing that changed for me is the fact that uh, when I attended the World Conference in Amsterdam, there was one talk that I attended, one abstract session. And in, in it, there was basically Dr. Nupins basically said, uh, presented his paper and basically he analyzed economic factors associated with difficult intubation. What he said was basically that in a simulated analysis of a thousand patients, that indeed is true that the cost of video laryngoscopy is roughly 10 times the cost of direct laryngoscopy. So there's a 10, tenfold difference there. But if you looked at the number of complications, they basically analyzed that based on the, the incidence of complications related to airway management. They found that in a year or with a thousand patients, there will be 38 complications in the video branch compared to 80 in the direct laryngoscopy branch. So based on his calculations or estimations, the cost of using video laryngoscopy was roughly half of what direct laryngoscopy it is. So it went from 250,000 to 401,000 uh, patients. So even though, once again, the cost of video laryngoscopy is, of the device itself is actually much higher. So you can tell that basically there's major advantages of the use of, uh, of video laryngoscopy in this simulated study. And that basically triggered my brain to get, become interested on the, on the subject because we were dealing as well, and I'm pretty sure everyone is, with the issue of economy and, and, and getting the bean counters to tell us that these devices were very expensive. In the same Congress, there was another abstract that was basically looked at the cost burden of difficult intubation in the States. And here, basically, it was determined that if you basically had a patient that went into the operating room for a traditional operation, basically, if you had no difficult intubation, your cost was $12,000 plus. But if you had a difficult intubation, the cost increased about threefold to $33,000. And think about, basically, if you use video laryngoscopy because your incidence of difficult intubation decreases about 3.5 times, then basically, once again, you have an economical advantage of using video laryngoscopy in general. So that was those two articles really open up the, the kind of my optic and my perspective about the whole thing. And instead of talking about risk and benefit, I started actually looking at the value and cost. So I consider the video laryngoscopy right now has a, in the matrix and that simple matrix has a great value for the buck that you're paying with it. Now, since those abstracts have been um, basically published, um, the second paper would actually became a full paper and published recently in Clinical Economic Outcome Research uh, paper. And it, they actually concluded, and the last conclusion of the paper is that if you had difficult intubation, you had a basically an increase in about $14,000 worth of the hospital cost. And basically, you also had 3.8 days longer of hospital stay if you have a difficult intubation. So they said that one of the factors to decrease difficult intubation is the use of video laryngoscopy. So in that regards, video laryngoscopy comes up back ahead in terms of economic advantage. And that prompted us, and, and, and me specifically, like I told you that they, the, my brain was stimulated for that. And, and I was able to basically work with a 
fine group of people much more knowledgeable than I do in terms of uh, database analysis, et cetera. So basically we set up to analyze this in a database rather than doing a simulated like they have done in the other, in the other study, we went and looked at the actual database of patients. And for that, we basically fish in a database and we um, looked at 26,000 patients. So that's a significant amount. And what we were able to conclude after analyzing the intubation of this 26,000 patients is the fact that if you use video laryngoscopy, you have a cost reduction of about 11 to five to $5,800 worth of uh, savings. And that has to do with the time for one thing and also the incidence and complications, even though our study did not look into in-depth analysis of when those things happen, but we were able to basically uh, had the conclusion that that was basically what it is. If you don't have any difficult intubation, the patient may have another type of complication, but it's not going to be a difficult airway complication. So video laryngoscopy comes back ahead once again compared to direct laryngoscopy. And also you have less uh, length of stay, not only in the hospital and ICU and less chances of complications with the use of video laryngoscopy. So for us, I think it was very, very important to show that um, one, once again, it not exactly talk about specifically cost of the device, but actually value over time. And that was a very important conclusion of this study that we published you know, recently, a couple of months ago. Um, but we, we had been working on that for, for a good, um, during, since the pandemic began. Now, since that study has been published, there's been another one that uh, comes from Philadelphia, and it was also just recently published in, in, in July in the Journal of Clinical Outcomes Management. And in it, they compare two video laryngoscopes in a large academic center. So that academic center bought 36 units of the McGrath for a cost of $54,000 and they bought 15 units of the Glidescope for $226,000. And they looked at two years, basically, what was the cost of use and the advantage of use between two, the two devices. And they concluded that roughly the McGrath gives you a saving over time of about um, half of, in other words, you, if you use McGrath, you're saving about half, if not more, then uh, it was actually 65%, to be honest with you, um, of savings compared to the Glyscope. And, and roughly, you can tell when this study was done as well that uh, COVID hit. And so it's much easier to clean and process uh, a portable device, simple like the, like the McGrath, than it is the Glyscope. So you can tell that, that, uh, that there's been an interest in my, uh, part of this group, and I think is, is also from others that have actually dealt with this. And the economical um, kind of argument that we alluded to earlier, that when you compare both, you also think, you only think that uh, one is more expensive than the other, that actually some evidence that has appeared that actually points out to the opposite. So it's actually not what people say or, or think, it's actually the opposite. And it makes sense that video laryngoscopy is used on a routine basis. So, so I'm not saying that this is true for the uh, all parts of the world because I have no knowledge of that. This was all done in North, in North America. But I can tell you that what it's, this has allowed me is that in this puzzle, when we start building our blocks and all that, the issue of economics 
is not such a strong argument at the present time when we basically discuss using video versus direct and among video, which video to use. And I think it's actually our, our kind of our hope was the fact that we basically stimulate other similar studies like ours and done in a perspective setting with a little bit more in-depth look at complications, et cetera, et cetera, than we did because we were just basically probing a database. But it's reasonable expectation that we may actually be using in the near future video laryngoscopy, and specifically, in my opinion, the McGrath on a routine basis for all patients, all comers, um, pediatrics, adults, and COVID, et cetera, both inside and outside of the operating room. And I, and I think that that's, that's what basically I, I wanted to discuss here today. Now, there may be a lot of people that are skeptic about it, and, and, and that's fine. I think a skepticism is, 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 a, is a good thing to, to be a skeptic. We all started as skeptics. But I think um, there's been others that have been skeptic and wrong. Uh, we don't, for example, famous quotes. We don't like their music, sound and guitar music on the way out. That's when they rejected the Beatles. Um, there's no reason anyone would want a computer in their home. Also wrong. Drill for oil? You mean drill in the ground to try fine oil? You're crazy, Costello. And last, this telephone has too many shortcomings to be seriously considered as a means of communication. This device is innerly of no value to us. So why am I saying all this? Because when you hear that we're not there with uh, routine use of video laryngoscopy, you might be right, but I think we're getting there. And I'm hoping that in the future, when we spread the word around that there's really economic advantage for that, as well as performance advantage, that we might actually, in the future, when we repeat or when they repeat the Intuva study, we will see that there's an inverse ratio. Please tune in next week for a new segment from this series wherever you find your podcast. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. Thank you for listening.